welcome to the Writing Easy Podcast, a podcast that takes the task of writing, which can be hard, and tries to make it just a little bit easier. I'm one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Melissa, I have been doing so badly at writing. And I know I'm not supposed to judge myself or judge my quality, but I got to tell you, I am frustrated with myself. Yeah. Why? I am getting very little done during my time, my writing time. I, I am having trouble focusing. And uh, yeah, just like at the end of each session, I look back and go, eh, I don't think I got that much done. It's very frustrating to me. But I think it's I think it's just, you know, A, I haven't been reading enough. And two, I think I'm just, I don't know, worn out or something. Yeah, I think we have to give ourselves a little bit more grace and patience <laughs> right, right now. I think any any writing at all is a huge achievement, and we should just I think that's it. Okay, good. I'll, I'll give myself. But you understand that I'm better than everybody else, and therefore must hold myself <laughs> to a higher standard, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, obviously. That's what... That's the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do some more reading and then just take it easy on myself. Yeah, because it's been going like the up and ups and downs. Are you getting that too? Where sometimes you're like, it's fine. It's great. I'm great. And then sometimes you're like, I can't do anything. I can't get out of bed. I don't want to do anything. I've been pretty stable this week. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of my, I'm practicing my self-care. I'm doing my meditations, Good. doing my exercise, trying to stay hydrated. And that has helped me mellow out, no news. And although I, I'm not more productive as a writer, <laughs> I feel better. Yeah. That's, well, I, guess, I suppose that fits in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you should be happy as a human being. I guess that's, I guess maybe. No, of course. That, that's I'm very. I'm very proud of you. Good for you. It's I need to do a little more myself. It's hard work, though. Oh yeah, no, it's important. But you got to do it because you just go. Th- I go through these parts where I'm just like, I I'm going to sleep forever, or you know, I I'm going to have to divorce my husband, uh, just because he. I don't. I don't even know why, uh, or I don't know other things. Like I I think I'm going to send my child away to boarding school. You know. <laughs> survival strategies you're just like yeah all these great plans that um are really just born out of cabin fever and anxiety and stuff so self-care people most important thing yes yes well that is some good advice but today uh eventually we're going to talk about bad advice Ooh, there's so much of it like, my bad advice could have been just, just do it, just write. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just come on, come on. Anytime it's it's this sort of, uh, I don't know, tough, like, a- athletic metaphors do not work for writing. No. <laughs> I found that. Athletic, because you'll be watching, and I'll be watching sports, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm just a dedicated, I got to do my thing. I'm like, yeah, that's what I need to do. It's not, you can't, I, I mean, at least for me, it doesn't work. No pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah. You just got to push through. I mean, you you do you do and you don't. It's just not the same. Not every time. Yeah, there's, there's no absolutes. Exactly. Absolutes are bad. They don't work. What's some of the what's some of the worst writing advice you've got? Well, like I I, I mean, I've gone through a lot of bad advice over Mm -hmm. my years of trying to be a writer and I remember like the first thing that I came across was when I was trying to like fresh out of college 
had mm-hmm. no idea how to do anything and was like, I'm going to get published in a year and oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, have a three book contract and was like ready to go and went to like my first writer's group meeting and they told me that because I was writing uh, urban fantasy that the only way I would ever get published was if I sold a bunch of short stories. So I needed to learn how to uh, write short stories, which I hated and that's what I needed to submit. Now, it didn't dawn on me that like everybody in the group was also like a short story writer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was their experience and they actually liked doing it. Some were, many were published um, yeah. from short stories and that's, that was their path. But they made me feel like that was the only way I could break into like a spec fiction market because yeah. nobody would consider me. And so I spent a lot of time trying to write short stories that... Uh, we're not any good. Yeah, and it's just not your thing. No, you where the heat I is. don't like reading them. I don't like writing them. Yeah, I, I, I have done some short stories, and and sometimes I enjoy writing them, but I do find I, I don't tend to read them very often, which is not a good thing. I mean, I do some, you know, like I'll, I'll go into phases where it's like I'll read a lot of short stories, and then boom, I'm going. But then, then it'll be just like ages where I don't, and uh, and yeah, you, you gotta. You gotta find your own way, I guess. Yeah. I think the worst advice I ever got was all these absolutes, you know? Like, well, you never can do this, and you always must do this. And anything around writing to please other people, you know? Here's what agents are looking for. Here's what they, they will immediately reject you for. You know, never do this for an agent. You know, write mm-hmm. for the agent. And even the agents will tell you don't do that. Yep. Uh, and they, they sometimes also do. So who knows? Um, it's like they're human beings or something, and they're you know not perfect. Like no prequels. Don't do a prequel. Yeah, never do a prequel or a prologue or anything yeah. like that. Mm, like, okay, mm, they, but that's that's sometimes that's what you want to do. You want to set the scene. You got to do it sometimes. So, I I the other bad advice I've gotten is is when the advice comes from someone who doesn't. He doesn't really get what I'm writing, doesn't enjoy what I'm writing, um, doesn't write in that style. And so that, you know, so that everything they they read came through that filter of, well, I don't like this thing anyway. You know, it's like someone asking me for if something's good coffee. I'm like, well, it's still coffee. So bleh. how am I supposed to know if it's good coffee? It's it's coffee. Yeah. But that gets in your head. It does. I'm sensing a theme here, too, because this sounds like bad advice we got at writers groups <laughs> like, you know, or in though, like, like yeah. feedback in that range of like, I'm trying to help you kind of, but like it's actually throwing you off um, yeah. and trying to figure out how to incorporate it or whether to incorporate, whether to incorporate that feedback. One thing that happened when I was early on is it was, well, just get as much feedback as you can and you'll get better. And Mm -hmm. so I joined certain online things where, you know, I'd submit a story and I'd get, you know, all this feedback back on it. And I I just didn't know what to do with it. And part of it was because I was reading other stories and I didn't think they were very good myself. And so I'm like, well, why should I listen to you when you suck? I mean, I was it was a horrible thing to say. And and now I would never say that to someone. And I didn't say it then, but you know, at the time I was, You're I was thinking it. You're thinking, yeah. It. I was okay. thinking, I was like, oh, what the heck? How do, they don't know what they're talking about. Why should I listen to them? And I got frustrated doing the critiques for them because I had to do all this, these critiques, 
not because I wanted to critique, but because I wanted to get my critiques. And so I feel like I didn't do very good critiques for them, you know, because I was just getting through and I was all proving all the things that I did right that they did wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And and that's, I, I did that for a very long time. I still kind of do that. I'm not a very good critiquer. I'll tell you that right now. It's one thing I learned about myself. I'm not good at it. Um because I tend to either I edit it, I start editing it for them, or mm-hmm. I compare it to my own stuff, which is weak of me. I understand that this is a this is a character flaw. I know, <laughs> but uh, there it is. So, I guess to say I want to apologize to all the people who I gave bad critiques to, and I actually did apologize to someone. Like later, like I'd been critiquing him for a while, and then later I saw him and I said, "Dude, I need to apologize to you for the really crappy critiques I gave you." I I didn't know then how bad they were and they were that was terrible i'm very sorry and yeah he was he was very cool about it and he did admit i was right about a couple things but that was nice but uh yeah like giving i think one thing that tends to get people in trouble is they think that all advice is good advice Mm -hmm. and 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 that there are hard and fast rules to be followed and once you learn those rules and master those rules you're good but that's not how it works at all. It's it's far far less uh, concrete than that, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, and I'm definitely guilty of giving those hard and fast rules. Yeah, <laughs> like as part of my, I think like what happens when you're new to writing and you don't have as much experience, both critiquing but also like understanding the craft is that you cling to those rules yes. and like your feedback becomes just reciting the rule that you learned that week. Like, to show that you know this. Them. Yes, to show that you know something and you don't know what else you're supposed to be looking for or how to deliver like a really effective um, critique or how to think beyond like, hey, this is a first draft and this deserves this kind of mm-hmm. critique versus this is like a polish, it's ready to go out the door or it's been out and we're trying to figure out how to incorporate something. Like you also have to understand the nuances between what what the writer is asking for or needs at that yeah. stage during the process. And that's a hard thing. To, like I think it's experience that teaches you that. And I've also learned that I have to tell my critique partners, here's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my early drafts are, are kind of crazy. You know, like I don't I, I put things like notes to myself, say, hey, uh, worry about this later. I like skip descriptions completely. And so while well, tell them, I said, please do not pay no attention to descriptions, to uh, exact words of dialogue. I just want to know if you hate anything. Like, Are any of these characters awful? Like, is this taking you a place you want to be? You know, is this. Just are we going generally the right direction? And and by asking for that feedback for what I need, that helps them a lot too because then they know what to tell me, you know? Because you, you don't want to get advice, you know, get a critique that's, oh, well, you spelled this wrong. Like, I know, don't, I'm not doing that yet, you know? So, yes, you have to know how to ask, what to ask for, and you have to know what to give. Yeah. Another thing that I've run into is chasing trends like people telling me I have to write a certain type of story or a certain genre this is hot right now and I started doing like vampire and witch stories and for a while that was the thing and so I Uh felt 
very pressured to get content to people as quickly as possible, which yeah. meant that it wasn't ready. It wasn't fully baked. And um, that hurt me. And then by the time I was ready and found my voice, it was like, oh, that was not like everybody was done with that mm-hmm. trend. Um, but I'm glad I didn't publish then because I would have been considered, it was like an imitation. So like mm-hmm. people, I just would have been one of those other authors who's trying to imitate some of the bigger names out there. And I wouldn't have had a lasting career or gotten multiple book deals anyway because that's it wasn't really original and authentic and my brand and tone and story it was like me trying to hop on another train because again that's how people said you get published that's where you get the big deals and you gotta strike while the iron is hot and if you want an agent this is what you got to do to get their attention it's you know and and you I, i i it gets in your head you know you start to go well this is I want to do this the right way. You know, I want to figure this out because it's it is complicated. It's a the art is very complex, very complicated. And so you look for concrete things to hang on to. You know, the the art is confusing, the business is confusing, and you know, whenever you can find something solid, you cling to it. But the problem is is that is exactly what you you can't do. You have to n- not cling to things. You have to let yourself make mistakes and be free. And it is so freaking hard. Um, and we acknowledge that. So, um, but that's ultimately what you have to do. And it's just part of your journey. Making these mistakes, following these trends, following this bad advice, learning that the advice is bad for you, uh, that's part of the journey. There's no shortcuts. Nope, none at all. I hope that's not depressing. <laughs> well, here's a here's an uplifting quote that <laughs> I can't tell you who said it because I just found this post-it sitting on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> and it has this great quote on it and a page number uh, with no book, no author. So I, I know well, it's on got, page But you got the page number. So that's 64. Important. Yeah. Okay, page good. 64. Oh, so everyone turn to page 64. <laughs> and uh, But it's a really inspiring quote. And it says... Okay. If you refine your voice and vision and figure out what it is you have to say that no one else can say in your particular way, no one will take your spot because it exists only for you. Yeah. I don't know who said it, but they were very wise. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You got to, you got to, you can't stand in someone else's place. You have to find your own and it comes only from just writing, just doing it, making mistakes, screwing it up. And uh, learning. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that so much. On, I mean, that's a reoccurring theme on this show is taking chances. No writing is wasted. It's all yeah. practice. It's all useful. It's all about learning and have patience. And Yeah. And it sucks. That's another theme. <laughs> but we're trying to make it not suck. Well, I find that I find that comforting, you know, that to know that, that it's like I'm struggling. Is everybody struggling? Oh, yeah. No, you're supposed to struggle. Like, oh, OK, good, good. That helps. Right. Because the worst feeling is I, I'm having all this trouble. Is everybody like nobody else is like that feels awful. But that's just not true. Everybody is. If they say they yeah. are. They're lying. So yeah, yeah, they're totally lying. And it's helpful to know that the people at the top experience the same emotions and, yeah. and frustrations and roadblocks and that's why we say that writing is hard because we are acknowledging that it's not we don't want to you know we don't want to lie and i think that's comforting to know well then 
that wasn't a very focused episode, but I think it was very uplifting, I hope. Yeah. Beware. Beware of the bad advice. Beware. Beware. No advice is absolute. No advice is perfectly correct. You just kind of take it. Take from it what helps you and literally ignore the rest. Yeah. That's my advice. Which, of course, <laughs> which you, you should take. take from that what... Oh, geez. Now my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, I think we're going to wrap up for now. And, um, yeah, so I guess we'll just close by saying that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary. And I'm Melissa. Take care, everybody. See you next time. Bye.